Welcome to podcast 248 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Dave Doop and Mr. Madden. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening to you too. So, uh, we are currently recording this on the Monday following Doop's infamous 30th birthday party, mainly because we were going to record them on the Sunday and most of us probably had a bit too much to drink. So, uh, yeah, that got mudded. Um, so, we're, we're back to Monday evening recording instead. So, we will proceed as if nothing happened Good and intentions. we're all absolutely fine. No one lost any keys or anything like that. <laughs> So uh, no one got carried they? to bed at all, did they? No, no one did. Nobody was Mr. under tippy toes. <laughs> <laughs> what to try and get Dave in the club? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Curry I wasn't there. My, did um, I have to get my ID out at any point there? No, uh, you didn't no, get but, ID. Uh, actually, no. Talking of ID, actually, Mr. Madden did, but it was his bank card, not his ID. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you don't want to see my bank statement after that weekend, I can tell you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Well, I mean, it was good. It was good. But um, as a result, with yeah, all being too drunk and not really playing an awful lot of FM, there is evidently no save update this week. Instead, we have got something to bring back um, following discussions, which Teach. is... Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry to disappoint you all. Uh, no. Um, rip still uh, <laughs> but we, we we teased it probably around a year ago actually but we finally decided to do something about it so we are going to have a, a double-edged spotlight to cover not just one but two important topics first of all we will be discussing the five-star potential wonder kid hall of fame and its return yes. um, and we'll also be answering some of your questions which we had intended to do whilst we were live this this past weekend. Um, so we might even get a sneaky quiz, but if we don't, no one cares. So... <laughs> <laughs> just to... So, and this just... is in sober. Yeah. This is sober, indeed. Yeah. Well, it, was a good sober. it was a good quiz I last week, dude. It was actually quite Apart good. Apart from question yeah. one, the rest was mm. all right. Yeah. I haven't listened, to be fair. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> it's worth it's worth it. Anyway, so spotlight number one, gents, is the one hit one wonder hit wonder kid hall of fame. So we're probably better off refreshing everyone's memories. First of all, we may have listeners that who have no idea what it actually is, and some of you might might want the uh, or appreciate the the wander down memory lane about where where it all started and what what it actually is. Anyway, so um, we may as well cover that off as it's been. Quite a while. In fact, I think the last entrant was kind of like the the posthumous entry of Maxim Salco. In fact, it's his second dimension in, in as many weeks. So there we go. But uh, what is the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame and how did it all come about? Who wants to, who wants to start? Because I've been talking for quite a while. Yeah. Um, well, the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame, it, if there's some OG listeners, back in the day when we very first started the podcast, we had quite a strict sort of order in which we we did the episodes really so quite similar to now where we do the save updates we used to have a main focus and the wonder kid hall of fame was almost an ever present for the early episodes um i'd have to do a little bit more research but there's got to be at least 20 25 episodes uh, that we did include in this feature and there've been many people across the last two three even more years asking for us to to bring it back um but basically it was where we suggest a wonder kid from FM or championship manager years uh, past and we vote whether they were good enough uh, as a wonder kid and a real life player to put them in the five star potential Hall of Fame, uh, wonder kid Hall of Fame. So there were some players that didn't make it and there were some players or many players obviously that did make the cut and I'm sure over the next week or so over on our Twitter and on this episode we'll be discussing some of the ones that did make it previously. Indeed. The, so the, the criteria that we set out were wonderkidness, which is horrendous <laughs> English. But... Definitely in the Oxford Dictionary, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it needs to go in there, I think. But that that was basically how much of a wonderkid actually were they uh, in terms of... And we kind of use that for their their long longevity of how long they were a wonderkid for and how many 
sort of iterations of FM they were a wonder kid for. Obviously, you, a player does age out of that eventually when they become too old to officially be classed as a wonder kid. But that was kind of one of the cri- criteria I'm going for there. Uh, then our own sort of personal usage and uh, whether we actually liked them in FM, whether how often we would sign them as players or whether we didn't or maybe some of us didn't at all. And then... Th- the third and final thing was, uh, in real life, what did they actually achieve? Now, some of them were still playing, and, and quite quite often we will select those that still are playing. So it's kind of hard to use that as a as a barometer for, for how successful someone is currently, because by the age of 24 we've seen some players fall off fall off a cliff it's you can you can have the cristiano ronaldo's of this world who are still playing at the top level leading into the sort of towards their 40s and sort of the other stretch of that you can have the likes of Wayne Rooney who was amazing until he was about 30 and then all of a sudden falls off a cliff and starts ended up playing for the likes of DC United and Derby Everton. so <laughs> I can't really talk right now, so let me just take the little wins, please. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so, should we should we chat about some previous inductees, chaps? Yeah. Um, I was actually listening back because I I used to listen to this podcast before I stumbled my way into the this side of the microphone. You I'd say the one uh, thing you didn't stumble your way into is a hotel room. No, no, stumbled into everything. You were else, carried. Wait, have we missed, <laughs> did we miss the joke, by the way? Well, not a joke about Mad. I know we're what? going back here on the tangent. So, Mad, we were in a hotel right above a pub, and Mad's room, genuinely, us four wouldn't have been able to stand in it. It was that small. Mad has somehow lost the key for that hotel room. But got, but got and I'm sure the I'm look I'm looking at Duke because I'm sure Duke's got it, and I'm waiting for him to dangle it in front of the camera or something. Is that I'm the key waiting. or? Um, I'll be honest. <laughs> Only time will tell, David. Only time will tell. Pat's he, got it. That's all we my know. heart. Yeah. Sorry, bad. Continue. I mean, never mind the fact that I've managed to lose a key of a room that I've got gotten in through the locked door, gone to sleep in a suitcase. I wouldn't say you <laughs> got through the locked door, Matt. Well, um, well, we the, the door was gotten through. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to go back to that place. It's going to be great. Round two. Um, no, I was just going to say, I was this because I used to listen to uh, here and I actually went back and listened to a couple um, not, not so long ago. Um, and I mean, the very first one is probably one of the more famous wonder kids out there, um, which would be Freddie Adu. Um, so I think he's one of the very first ones that was covered. I remember you, you guys also speaking about Robbie Keane was in there, John Fleck. But um, it was controversial listening to you lads talk about it. You know, there was there was some serious passion there. This, you know, when, when Teach was when Teach was getting animated or. Or Curti had a had a particular one. The vote became quite contentious, horse. so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, definitely the likes of Freddie Adu stands out. Um, I know Mike Duff was mentioned, Mark Kerr, and if anybody, anyone who hasn't played CM, I suppose, isn't going to know any of these names. Um, but there's some serious legends there, and hopefully we'll get a little piece on the website soon, just to, to reflect some of those inductees. Matt, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. On the uh, obviously this was how long's the podcast podcast been going out? Over four years. Is it? Uh, 248 nearly, episodes. It's, it's, it's nearly five, Dave. That's what, what, that's what we said. Nearly five <laughs> years. So this is a long time. I'm sure on the Freddie Adu podcast, there was genuine talk of him not making the Hall of Fame. Can't remember. Uh, uh, in think, real I, life, I guess in real life, that would have been the thing that's Yeah, but I'm sure there were the, obviously there was the five of us at the time and I'm sure I, I can sort of remember me saying, this is Freddie Adu, how can we not put him in the Wonder Kid Hall I of Fame? I think I remember voting no. It's just I mean, because I don't have one to of those, back. no, no, because he, he hasn't done it in real life. The real life thing probably stands out. I think, I think I read something that said he was at like fourteen clubs by the time he was twenty six. I'd love, I'd love for like a documentary on Freddie. Same as our night out, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Imagine like a Freddie Adu documentary or something like that. I don't think they would have all the footage in or anything, but Amazon Prime, get on that. You probably have about six people watching. That'd be us. So. <laughs> that is the sort of niche sort of thing that someone would do, though. Like they, uh, I don't know if any of any of you have watched or any of the folks listening to this have heard of a film called Kaiser, where it was about basically a player who is never actually a player, but he managed to basically steal a living quite literally steal a living and got signed by clubs despite never actually being a professional footballer. That's mental. 
Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you haven't watched it, uh, th- it'll probably be on Netflix or Amazon Prime. One of I, it, it floats between the two frequently. So. It'll probably be popular in the summer after Manchester United po- uh, sign him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um another uh, side note matt just while you mention it um just a shout out cherno samba's book is really good because it talks a lot about you know obviously the hype and everything like that and how he didn't make it and what he went through so would also recommend giving that a i do think generally that it shows either how much better football manager research has gotten or maybe that players just or maybe maybe it's even that players seem to actually reach their potential a bit more often than they used to because some of the the real big names, at least from the championship manager days, they they really didn't seem to... I mean, mm. some of them didn't even exist at all. Huh. Uh, shout out to Madeira. But then mm-hmm. there, there was also the likes of Tonton Zola Makoko who just didn't didn't hit the heights. Cherno mm. Samba didn't hit the heights. They're, they're, and that's just two examples I can pluck from, from my mind from back then that just didn't quite do it. You could even say Mark Kerr didn't. He he spent his you know, majority of his career at Falkirk and has only actually recently retired. So Henry Savate, Newcastle legend. Probably still getting paid. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he is, even if his contract's finished, there'll be some yeah. there'll be some clause in there that that Pardew or yeah. Mike yeah. Ashley dropped in there that, you know, known for their clangers. Gee. Uh the the one notable thing we should probably uh, probably point out is Edda Alvarez Balanta, who <sighs> is still uh, still has it on his Wikipedia entry of actually being inducted into the Five Star Pod Wonder Kid Hall of Fame. So shout out to that. If anyone removes it, we're coming for you because <laughs> uh, it's been there. He was one of the early ones, so it's been there for a long old time. Um, so. And because it, it's like, cited from that episode, it, it can't be just deleted on a whim. You'd have to think he knows. I mean, do you think most people at this point, I'm if you have a Wikipedia not convinced page, he's probably the greatest at reading or speaking English. <laughs> but like, if it's you've got a Wikipedia or, page, oh, you're probably right. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, once, though. No. Sorry, I was going to say, I'll be honest. We've got, we've got Mr. Azapardi now who has a big blue tick on Twitter. All we need to do is get him to tweet the result, and that should be... I don't because you should be able to believe everything that's on Twitter. We could use that as the reference point, so we should never get deleted. No, no, mm. the pod, pod, the pod itself is the reference point. Is that an adequate could, enough? Yeah, you could as long as oh. it's as long as long as you use that as Happy as days. the uh, okay. the citation source, you're fine. Some little sadder listening to this has definitely already deleted it now. Yeah. Chief. To, be, to be fair though, we Joel. have spoke about this a few times, and it's been it's been brought up recently when we had uh, Sam on. We did yes. did mention it then, so uh, people have had a, a few chances. So uh, notable absences. Uh, we John Fleck's name has cropped up. He was one that absolutely didn't make the cut, despite being actually. I think I don't know. On reflection, maybe it was slightly harsh. But I mean, he hasn't made. I think again, it's that real life piece of criteria that we've had that's kind of screwed him over a bit. He's sort of spent, uh, like he spent what two seasons in the Premier League. That's it. He's also Scottish. Oh, <laughs> oh no, there is that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here we go again. Uh, I think my, I think Luka Modric was very a very close call. If he if he did make it, it was tight as well. I, I remember you guys having a bit of a debate over him. I think. I remember Curti was just one, didn't really want to vote for him because he hadn't used him in FM. But like, even now, look what Luka Modric is doing. Not I think five diffi- years later, you know. But I think the difficulty with someone like Luka Modric is he wasn't a wonder kid for for very long. He's very much like Haaland, where yeah. he 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 technically qualifies as being a wonder kid, but he's world class already. The, their actual longevity of being an actual wonder kid is probably quite short because they're. In, at least in football manager terms, their current ability be, like, is off the chart. So they they almost transcend the wonder kid mm. category, as it were. Mm. Um, but yes, okay. So I guess moving on to the future of the wonder kid Hall of Fame, we're we're undecided really of of how how often it will appear as a feature it will we we think it will be at least monthly maybe maybe bi-weekly who knows um 
but if we if we either see a piece of news crop up about a certain player, we think, actually that'd be worth like say say Gareth Bale decides to retire, a perfect opportunity to to bring him out and like his career's just ended. He was a wonder kid in FM, and we haven't we haven't had him up for discussion just yet. So I think that might be an option for the future, or if he mo- ends up moving to Cardiff or something like that, he may as well have retired anyway. So. Might even get Terrible West on the pod, Matt. If we, you know, I'll go well, we'll just push. Don't push think it was ever. He was never. He would. He would never have been an FM. He would, or a Championship Manager wonder kid though. True, yeah, he was too old. He was a bargain. Money. He, he was just. Free, he was just yeah. a fantastic free transfer. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. I think what we'll do Let's is um, we're going to get a little bit of a write up on the website in the next week or so um, to kind of look back on the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame. And um, so anyone who's probably not too familiar with it alternatively go back and listen to you know maybe 25 hours of podcasting uh that would be that would be good too um but we will do a bit of a write-up as well to see um how the list looks and continuously add to it as well absolutely and make sure you do get your suggestions in for potential five-star potential wonder kid hall of fame inductees and then we will run the rule over them so we will keep a list going we have our own list as it is but we are happy to add your suggestions there if they have not already been uh, up for the chop, as it were. Although there, there is always option for people to be revisited. Mm-hmm. Um, but this month, or, or this time round, to, to restart the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame in earnest, the player we have chosen to, uh, to run the rule over is... Romelu Lukaku, or Romelu Lukaku, depending on how you wish to pronounce his first name, uh, who first appeared in Football Manager 2010, all the way back in 2009, because that's how the game cycle works, apparently. Um, in fact, one of the one of the things that we we should probably say is we will probably keep the same three criteria, but it's more down to our own individual interpretation of that criteria as to where we decide to weight it most. So uh, the the criteria to remind remind you if you've you know had a, a lapse in memory for the past fifteen minutes is <laughs> wonder kidness, our own personal usage of that player within football manager or championship manager as the case may be, and then how well they have done in their real life career to date. Which is why we've chosen Lukaku because he, you know, he's 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 either thirty or nearly thirty now. Um, he he's not done and dusted just yet, but he's a he's a good candidate all the all the same because he's you know he's had a career to this point. So first a bit in FM twenty ten, we did actually notice that he'd had quite the jump in terms of attribute changes from the default FM. 2010 database and then the most recent like winter update as well like a huge jump uh, so it looks like from what we could see anyway that basically he was 16 the researcher put his details in and then in the winter update he'd had a few champions league appearances and was sort of a bit more a bit bit more better rounded so he he had enormous jumps like his finishing was probably the the big attribute change which went from 13 to 17 uh, physically, he's always been pretty imposing, um, but his his attributes were a bit more. Uh, uh, the physical attributes were the one one thing that's a bit weird. Uh, acceleration and pace stayed the same, but he was uh, significantly stronger. But his jumping reach went down. But he was made taller in game. So I mean, to be 16 years old and 194 centimeters, which is um, rather large. <laughs> It, what is that? Six foot three, six foot. It's I think, six, I think six, it's just over six, six foot three. But he was so, on tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he um, he did have quite the quite the boost in attributes game on game, and his mental attributes went went through the roof as well. So yeah, I think good performances at sixteen in the Champions League would have led to that. So if you if you if you remember playing Football Manager 2020, 2020, 2010 and on the post winter update. Yeah, quite the player was Romelu Lukaku. It's it's interesting as well. Matt. We we mentioned it. You know, somebody must have overlooked him initially. Like when you look at his bio, so he was playing for a team called Leers in in Belgium, 
and when he was 16, he scored 121 goals in 68 games for that team. And they got relegated before he moved. So like, how bad was that team when they had Lukaku scoring two <laughs> goals in every game and they still got relegated? Because that's when he then moved to Anderlecht. Um, and he went down there to score like a stupid amount of goals as a, as a youngster. But the other thing I liked that is, you know, great for nostalgia, Matthew Mattel like this, is that when he um, when he scored his first goal for Anderlecht, he came on as a substitute for Canu. 2009. Canu, what a baller. I can't yeah, pronounce Kainu's first name now. Don't don't make me try. Noako. Don't know. Pardon? It's close enough. Yeah. We'll take your word for it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I I mean I always remember like the picture of Lukaku when um Anderlecht under sixteens or whatever and or under fourteens and he's like double the size of every other player that's on the picture. I think if you search it you'll find it quite easily on social media or on Google or whatever. So I think he's just one of those players that still is now just physically phenomenal. Monster. Um, yeah, and I know he's not he's not sort of been on, on form so much this season at Chelsea, IRL, when you look at the past, like Inter Milan, the last the last season or so, you know, he's he's been a good player and had a fantastic career. Um, and I think, you know, he's still got a number of years left in him. Um, I remember when he first broke into the game. And, and I mentioned this to you guys before we started recording. I didn't actually tell you the story. So I used to play network save with my friend and, and we managed non-league teams. And uh, I'd sign, obviously no one knew these wonder kids. And my mate was, I was managing, let's say Aldershot or something like that. My mate was like, oh, how have you managed to sign this guy for Aldershot? He's really good. He goes, a lad from Anderlecht. And you know, back then, FMRCE was installed. Oh. This, was, this was prime. Mate, we were at... There's <laughs> not even any need for it, David. <laughs> mate, David. I was about 30, mate. I wanted to get the one up on these on these people. Is that, <laughs> how have you signed this lad, Lukaku? I've not heard of him before. I said, oh, mate, he's you know, going for Andalect. He's one of the hidden gems. So the safe side was absolutely dick in the National League back then. You are so. disgusting. This was, uh, this is 20, 2011, latest. So come on. This is a young Azerbaijan. How are you playing it at eight? Brilliant. <laughs> Dead. And winning. And winning. Yeah. What cheating? But um, but my friend, uh, then he, you know, after a while, he he had the this uh, that program on his computer as well, and his mom blamed the computer having a virus on FMRTE. So I was in trouble, my friend. So there we go. We all know what really yeah. happened. Yeah, but uh, nonetheless, he was a very good player. I've used him before. I've used him in later saves, FM12 as well. Just all, and when there's always been formations and tactics, and we've seen it quite a lot this season where a particular role or system favours a, a tall physical striker. He was just phenomenal. Always, always a good player. I think FM12 for me was when he was fantastic. So, can I talk about the elephant in the room? Here we go. Mads Key. No, obviously, uh, being a Manchester United fan and having him join our horrendous club. Um, it was tremendous a, or horrendous? Horrendous. I right, purposely okay. said horrendous. Um, Just wanted to double check. We, we all watched the Brighton game. <laughs> um, Mad wasn't in bed by then. Right, so basically, uh, obviously, the attributes he's got now are tremendous and we see him a lot in the showdown, Matt, where he dominates quite a bit because of his, his physicality, his speed. Um, he honestly watching him play is one of the most infuriating things ever. But I've had some really good times with this man. Um, doing my Manchester United saves, the, the the amount that I do, um, he is such a good player, and he just gets better and better every year. And I know IRL form is not great, but his FM form, he is built to be an out and out monster on this game. And if you play to his strengths. Regardless of which version of the game you're playing, you can go back a few years and you'll still be a monster. It is just phenomenal, his attributes. And I remember, um, Dave, Joe had him on the network saver into. Oh, yeah. And he would just, like, kill us with him. Just and Then Joe bought... would complain about how many shots he misses, but he'd sc still score well, 50 a season. But this is the thing, right? So we were, you were, honest to God, he would, like, he would miss six shots a game. He would score two a game. And Joe's moaning the fact that he's missing so many, but you know, it's just 
he isn't a footballer. <laughs> he isn't. When you watch him play football and you see how he touches the ball, his touch is horrendous, but he's got the speed and the power to, to kind of counter it. And if you just need somebody to tap it in, there's, there's even now, I know we've been burned by him, but oh, he's a striker I would have up front. He is just a beast. You'd even see it in the match engine, obviously the physical elements of it. Like he, he stands out in that 3D match engine, just just the sheer size of him as you're looking at it. But I'm trying to kind of think back and go through very old memories. I'm trying to remember, has he always been a target target man, target forward in game? Or, or has Pretty that much. kind of evolved? Because he is now, for sure. I think he may possibly have been classed as a like a complete forward as well because mm. he's got some other attributes that like he because his because of his speed as well as the like, physical strength and and jumping reach. I know when I so I think he probably falls into that. But generally, yeah, it, the game would always lean to suggesting he should be used as a target man right. previously, but now target forward. Pretty sure I had a save at Valencia going back in. Might have been FM. Maybe FM 12, 13, because I think he was a little bit older and we managed to have him in there, but I think I only needed a season. The big, the, one of the main times I had Lukaku was at United Dupe and I I was in the FM Premier League doing an, kind of an online tournament <clears throat> over a long term. We were actually playing out the 38-game league and I had Lukaku up front as a target man with um, Martial kind of just as a, as a, either a poacher or a pressing forward or something like that. I like that he was almost unplayable, especially in the PvP as well. He was outstanding, and that's probably where Joe's had had his laughs in the network game as well. Because I think <laughs> if you if you use him, if you use his attributes effectively, if you're playing, just play the, build the team around him. Basically, um, there's not many strikers like him in Football Manager uh, over the last few years. Definitely. So Matt, both. Uh, have you used him? Um, I fleetingly uh, so around this sort of time I would have had this would have been my Exeter save and I would wait for players to become available on freeze because being Exeter even when I got to the Premier League didn't have enough money uh, so I was re- kind of reliant on players becoming available like, by being signed by larger clubs and then binning them off when they just weren't being played so I, I actually had Alvaro Negredo, who I signed for a club record fee of £7.5 million up front <laughs> in that save. And Lukaku was the man that I had like highlighted as every time I saw his contract running down, it's like, I've got to get him, or at least try to get him for a cut price deal. I got so close to it, especially when I got, I got to the Champions League, um, and then uh, save game corrupted, so... Rip. So he he would have I would have signed him I would have broken the bank to sign him because on twenty ten he was just unbelievable yeah. like so I think in that save he actually start, signed for Arsenal because obviously this is when he was at Anderlecht on FM twenty ten so this was pre the initial Chelsea deal um so yeah I've I've signed I've I've used him in other saves where I've I think I've had a save with Inter maybe as like a mess about save. Um, but not. I, he's the sort of player that I not avoided necessarily, but I've just it. Would, I would sign him to avoid having to play against him. But the, by the time I like the tick, because I would have started with a, a much smaller team and built them up. By the time I built them up and got to the point where I can afford him, he's already like gone way past the point where I can actually now afford him. So I never really would would have been able to play him and or, or sign him. I think I may have had a stint as the Belgian manager, actually, uh, at one point. But it, uh, as we're all well aware, international management in FM isn't quite the same as <laughs> as um, it is in real life. I but forgot we, he was we were signed, actually chatting um, after after Wayne Rooney. Sorry, I just spotted he he le- he was signed the day after Rooney left Man United. I'd kind of forgotten that that it was so close. It's a bit mental, really. But we were, we were saying before, like whilst we were sort of. We were deciding who we were going to cover this time round for the uh, well the re inauguration of the the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame, and we were saying that in in that twenty ten Belgium national team, the number of FM Wonder Kids, sort of past and present, that are in that team, like Eden Hazard at eighteen, uh, Moussa Dembélé is twenty one, uh, Marouane Fellaini is twenty one, uh, Stephen Defoe is twenty one, 
like that that uh, then you've got the likes of Vincent Company, uh, Thomas Vermaelen, Anthony Van den Borre, uh, Jan Vertonghen as well. It's like that that is a mental team like with the power of hindsight looking back through it and mm. who knows we may well feature some of these players in fact even like the likes of, of Kevin Morales who wasn't really didn't really pull up any trees at Everton but in in FM at this mm. point he was he was pretty useful uh, and could be picked up for next to nothing when he was at, when he was at Saint-Étienne um but yes i guess we should probably now we've all sort of we should have our votes, gents, and see if he's going in or whether he's not. Um, we'll start alphabetically. David, thoughts? Yeah, used him. Definitely a wonder kid. Used him a number of times and always been good for me. Gone on to have, so far, uh, what I would say a successful career. Um, so, yeah, for me, he's in. Dupeth. See, I want to. And I really do. And I don't want to start on a negative, but he's an awful footballer. We do know that, right? <laughs> he is horrendous with the ball at his feet. Oh, and that dear. concerns me. Yes, he was great on previous games. And to be honest, I like him on FM. But the IRL side and being a Manchester United fan, I don't think I can put him in. I really don't think I can put him in. So it's a no from me. You got Scooby. Uh, Mr. Uh, Madden yeah this is definitely tough I mean from an FM Wonderkid perspective we're focusing on FM absolutely you know a player and you mentioned it Matt that, that upgrade he got going in the space of a couple of months at age 16 was phenomenal you don't see that happen too often uh, unless you know Dave is messing around with Adam and Triori's attributes or something yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> But like you, re- you would rarely see that, and that's kind of carried up through the game through all the various versions of FM. Um, you know that's how highly rated he was. So for me, uh, as an FM wonder kid, absolutely. Like if I if I go and look at the IRL stuff, I mean, Dupe's points are are fairly valid. Like um, the touch, the technique, skill. You know, I'm I, obviously his size has probably helped him quite a lot. But the fact that he doesn't have those things and has done what, what he's done with the tools that he has granted at times he's you know you'd question the motivation a little bit and you know when he when he seems to get the hump he, he really just ends up having to to make a move but uh, what he's done in the international stage what he's done at Inter Milan that that season they won the league um he was he was literally unplayable as unplayable that season in Syria as he was in FM so for me he's going to get the vote for that reason yes see FM I think it's you can't really deny it on that I've just looked at his combined transfers, uh, like values over his career. So over the past sort of ten years, uh, went to Chelsea for ten million, then to Everton uh, for twenty eight, then to United for seventy five. Uh, went to Inter for sixty eight, and then most recently joined Chelsea for ninety seven point five million. <sighs> This looks like my bank statement in Sirencester as we And then also looking at his goal returns throughout his career as well. Mm. 33, like this is just league. So 33 goals and 73 for Anderlecht. Um, then his his loans to, to West Brom and then Everton. 17 and 35, 15 and 31. For Everton, he then got 53 and 110. That's nearly a goal every other game. United, yeah. similar record, 28 and 66. Goal every other game. Inter 47 in 72 which is even better and then Chelsea it, it, a bit of a, it's a bit of a misnomer really with a 7 in, in 24 but even then it's only it's okay. just that's not that bad it's only one in every three so to ha- to average probably what is just just over a goal every other game for an entire career that spanned a number of different clubs a number of different leagues and a number of different levels I, I don't care like how technically technically proficient he may may not be. What he's doing seems to still work, regardless of what level he's played at. It's he's and and there's still time for him to do more. He's only twenty eight. I sort of I've uh, massively done a done. A, well, he, actually, he turns only in a few days. He'll turn twenty nine. So maybe I've not done too much of a disservice there. But Happy for me, Ramalou, he's in. So so uh, three to one. He goes in to Yay. the Wonder Kid Hall of Fame. So we've started on a positive note. 
Sorry, Welcome. dope. No, no, no. You know, I got I have, I have personal grudges. That's why I don't want to really talk to Mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to remind you all, um, please get your suggestions in to us via the Twitter or via the email address. I think we still use it occasionally. Um, and let us know who you think should we should uh, should be brought forward for suggestion as an inductee into the Five Star Potential Wonder Kid Hall of Fame. Now it's back. Um, so we did have a few questions, I believe, apparently, uh, for, that we should have answered. So we might as well do them as we've got time. I think we've got time. We've got time. Yeah. We've got, got time. time. We've got loads of time. We've got ages. We've got Not ages. loads of times. We've got time, time enough. Anyway, right. Uh, so we'll start with uh, Knowledge Boy FM. Uh, what is your favourite edition of FM and why? Um, I would say... Not necessarily the best version, like as a game overall, but my best memories, I would say, are FM12. I had a couple of good saves on there. FM09 is the one I always go back to because I had one of my my most, you know, enjoyable saves. But FM12 has got to be up there for me. But I think at the time as well, it was like a really enjoyable game, and I'm sure a lot of people would probably agree um, as well. But in terms of the game overall quality and features, you know, they get better every single year. But 12's definitely got the best memories for me. Yeah, I'm going to go FM20. Um, I think 20 actually was a very good version of the game because near post corners weren't a thing. But also, because <laughs> uh, I had a great, uh, literally my favourite ever save with Palermo. Uh, and we took him from the bottom to the Champions League and won the Champions League the day before the beta for FM21 come out. Um, but yeah, Dave, just you're, you're right. Every version of the game is better than the one before. So. FM20 for me. I think for me, I mean, it's hard not to go back to seat to CM0102 for what it was back in the day. Even CM9798, like I would have sat in front of it in an old desktop computer for hours on end just watching the processing screen. Um, FM13 had a very memorable Newcastle save winning the Champions League. Um, and I, I, like if I was, if that was now, I'd, well, I wouldn't get to a Champions League final. But we would have, I probably would have suited up now if it, if it happened lately. And then I'd say the other one that stands out for me is probably FM um, 19, because I think it's the first time I started doing any type of content. Um, I think I had to started the blog with the Tenerife save. Um, and that just changed the dynamic of, of a football manager save, is actually writing about it and sharing it. That was the first time I'd ever done that, so that, that definitely stands to memory as well. Yeah, it's a, probably a, a toss-up between CMO 102 or maybe even FM 10 for me. Purely from for like nostalgia reasons. A uh, little shout out to FM seventeen as well for that Recreativo save I had. So, so yeah, they're they're the, the probably the standouts for me. Like I had that Exeter save that I lost. I wish I still had it. I really do. Like that was one of one of my favourite saves. Like I just happened to pick them randomly and had some great players that I was able to sort of carry with me pretty much until we got to the Premier League. Um, some of you may remember the name Troy Archibald Henville. He used to be mm-hmm. a centre-half for Spurs. Like, I don't think he ever... I think he may have maybe have played for them a couple of times, but Exeter signed him on loan and then signed him permanently. He was a mainstay in that team until we got to the Premier League. I also signed Aaron Martin, who used... To, he's still playing, I'm, I'm quite sure. Archibald Henville has recently retired, but... Aaron Martin was a youth player from uh, Southampton. And I believe, I'm, I I think he's still playing in the National League, actually. But he had like 18 jumping, was six foot five, and was just near post or far post, far post, far post <laughs> headers for days. Um, I mean, so he's, he would scored an abs- you know, loads from corners in that Exeter save. The my championship manager, oh, oh, oh my god, championship manager oh one oh two save. Was it started with Yeovil? Uh, I ended up organically becoming the Blackburn manager and taking over from Mark Hughes, and I managed to sign a forty-three-year-old Alan Shearer. Oh yes. Who, uh, so, and I, this this was a save that ruined my my A levels basically. <laughs> so my, my, my laptop my my laptop couldn't run and, and like Championship Manager oh uh, three oh four was out by this point. And most of the the lads who had laptops at school had ones that can actually run 
<laughs> uh, run that. I couldn't, so I was kind of forced into playing it. And yeah, it, it pretty much ruined my levels because I was playing that when I should have been listening to like in class and stuff. But I was, I was too busy trying to get Alan Shearer to get, finally win a Champions League at 43. And I finally did it. I also had the likes of Simon Davis, the Welsh sort of right-sided right midfoot. No, uh, played for Spurs oh, for quite a while. That's oh. Simon Davis. Uh, he had very floppy, curly hair. Is it Fulham as well? Fulham, Fulham as well, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I had Zinedine Zidane as well in that team. But he was like very old. And then when Shearer retired... I signed a 39-year-old Andrei Shevchenko. So uh, going for the young guns. So so yeah, that was that was a mental save and I loved it just for the fact that I kept on the long, as long as I kept on playing Shira, he wouldn't retire. So the fact that I kept him going until he was like 43 and I got him a Champions League medal and then he retired was just oh, chef's kiss. So <laughs> yeah, nostalgia reasons is is pretty much why those two are probably they have the the closest places to my heart, but equally, like I think it's very much nostalgia fueled, and mm. because I don't have those, I don't have access to those saves anymore. I think it makes me cry a little bit too, because only I have those memories. I don't have screenshots. I don't have anything like that. That <laughs> the hard drives that they were on are long gone. So they've been checked. Yeah, they've been they've checked. Gone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Operation <laughs> Utree have got them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that's a, that was a website before YouTube, right? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, less serious from uh, Paul Wilson or uh, PK Will seventy six. Love those numbers uh, on on Twitter. Who could do the most press ups? Who can win at arm wrestling? Who can win at arm wrestling tournament? Who can do English better? And what's <laughs> your favourite position? What do you mean what? by that? Uh, I mean, <laughs> down to interpretation, I'm going to assume. Uh, I think this would have been better if we did it live, to be fair, because we yeah. could have actually done, could have actually done it. Do you think uh, we would have been able to do press-ups yesterday? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I don't know, actually. I think... Uh, I, I think when I go into a press-up position, my belly touches the floor, so I don't think it's technically a press-up. <laughs> I, know I, I know I can do 30. Bertie. Yeah. Prove, Prove it. it. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Yeah, yeah. Turn the camera down and get the floor there now. I don't, but I, well. I, I, He's thinking about it. Nah. I think I could, I think I could do 30, but I have a notion to do it now. Oh! <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, you said you could stay out all night, but. Um, <laughs> That's true. You, I reckon I could do 31. Wow. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> we'll save this for the next live recording, Matt. Uh, uh, I'll tell, okay. tell you what what I will do what I will do is I will now go and train and <laughs> yeah. make sure that when it comes to the next live show I can count to the amount that you do <laughs> <laughs> this is favourite favorite position? position should we apply this to FM or just go uh, you know it's 10.30pm now so technically it's mm. late enough to say favourite FM, FM favourite uh, FM position the M on oh. attack. Favourite position you say Mick McCarthy gives. Yeah. One in the <laughs> hole. Yeah. See him on. AP support. It's a role, position. not a position. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, I get you. AP football. Oh, that's... Mm. AP football. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the past. I mean, this David. is a boring question if uh, if it's that way. Um, Position. It's a bit weird. He's got to be rolling it. Surely he's rolling. No, I, think, I would go with the roll. I think he's going for sex position, I David. To be honest, but... oh. and on that answer from David, I'm going to say his is probably missionary. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever kissed a girl? <laughs> Hang on. Let me just text your mum, David, and ask her what she thinks. Uh, okay. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> That's why Duke. I'm going to veto answering this question because it's ridiculous. That's why Duke. Someone was missing for two hours on Saturday, but we won't say anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mate. It's fine. I'm glad you took your virginity, mate. <laughs> Move on. Uh, hopefully, that's enough of an answer for you there, Paul. There you go. You are welcome. Um, and then Fraser says, uh, "When will Teach be back?" Who? Exactly. I do think you, do you probably... still speak to him, Duke? Yes. So you can ask him next. I, do I, I, tried, I don't think Matt tried that him. with Joe the whole night 
He just kept pestering Joe. Joe, when are you coming back to the pod? When are you coming? No wonder he's hiding tonight. Crikey. <laughs> I've pushed him yeah. further away. So yeah. You have. It's it's not gone to plan, has very, it? I, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, you lot have been awful on the Twitter, by the way. Not oh. asking us more questions. So, yeah, we don't feel like you... We you, we feel like we've been let down rather than you making yeah, but us if we Yeah, if we bring back a and a section more like regularly, maybe... Again, like the five-star um, pod, would it get all the fame? Maybe once or twice a month. And we'll definitely... Just send us questions, reply to our tweets, send us questions, and we save them, and we'll, we'll put it on the next uh, Q&A episode. Can I, can I just say, just, just do it to Dave. Dave loves that little bit of job. It, that could be a Dave's job. Just yeah. tweet at Dave Dave as a party. I see everything, yeah. man. So just yeah, he's me. got a tick, so he loves it. So let him yeah. use his platform. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, right? Um, do you want to do a quiz? No, yes, great. Let's do a quiz. Goodbye. Let's do a quiz. Come okay, on. Oh, a quiz. do it once. Yeah. It will do it. Let's do this yeah. go. Let's do it once. Let's not do a quiz. In fact, mm. that, that... <laughs> it's time for the quiz. Are you okay, Dupe? You've just asked for. He's a trying quiz. to be nice to you, man. That's why. <laughs> It was very nice to me on Friday when I when I met him in the in this lovely town of Sirencester, by the way. Big shout out to Sirencester. Now that I can pronounce that too. Yeah. Um is that anywhere near Sunderland? <laughs> well <laughs> he <done>. said that. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, let's hit up a quiz and sticking with the theme of Wonder Kids. So um what I have here is I have a list of ten countries and I'm gonna be asking you lads to name me the youngest international player for that country in their history. And is it, we this should. sounds like this could be a group effort rather than a quiz. I would just go shout the name. We'll see how it goes. See how it goes. So we're gonna go. We'll go nice and easy for question number one, which is Brazil. Oops. So is this young youngest ever youngest player to play for Brazil? Neymar. Nerd. Nerd. Oh, I'm going for Pele. Pele gets. Wow, flipping it! Eh? <laughs> like fifteen or something. Sixteen years and two hundred and fifty-nine days oh, against Argentina in nineteen fifty-seven. And did you know his mum? His mum bought his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> question number two: <laughs> England. Dope. Dope. Theo Walcott. Walcott gets you the point. He was aged 17 years, 75 days against Hungary in 2006. Question number three. Argentina. Mm-hmm. Nerd. Nerd. Uh, Monsieur Messi. Incorrect. Pass. Dave. Dave. Maradona. Maradona gets Dave. Bush. Oh, 16 geez. years, 120 days against Hungary in 1977, according to sources. Your sh- shirt recently went for 7.5 million. That's ridiculous, isn't it? To Ellis Platten, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number four United States of America. Dave. Dave. Frederick Adu. Frederick Adu, age 16 years, 234 days against Canada in 2006. Yes. What? So fair, Dave. Fair school it. with all these. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Goodbye to Pele, to be fair. It's a slow burner one. Anyway, burner. Go. Question number five. Norway. Dope. Dave. Dupe in my ear. Ireland. Incorrect. Dave. Oh. Dave. Odegaard. Odegaard. 15 years, oh, 253 course. days against the United Arab Emirates. I've got the V's up at Dave thinking I won. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Spain. Dupe. No. Dupe. Xavi. Incorrect. No. Oh, no. Dupe. Fuck. I've got nerd in my ear. Raul. Oh, Incorrect. Dupe. Goes to Dave. Oh, no. uh, otherwise it goes on offer. Dupe. Dupe's out of me. He's got this. Um, if I get it right, you get the point, Dave. Dupe, dupe. No, give me, give me a sec. Um, Can we count him out, man? Come on. Pedri. No, that's wrong. Incorrect. Dupe. Dupe. Cesc Fabregas. 
Incorrect. No! I was adamant that was it. Flip the bird again. David Veer. Incorrect. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? He's got a Tourette's. Dave. Dave. Fernando Torres. Incorrect. I don't know. Matt, have another guess. I'll throw you a clue. This record was broken by this chap in the last year. Dupe. Dupe. Javi. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby, whatever his name is from Gabby. Barcelona with a G. What oh, just fired? Gabby with a G is the correct answer. 17 years, 62 days against Italy in 2002. Who, whose record did he break? He, I believe it was, might have been Bojan. Oh, uh, okay, I yeah, that think, makes sense. I think. Yeah. We spoke about him tonight. Doop. Question number seven Wales. Doop. Doop. Ramsey. Incorrect. I know it's going to be the other one. Hmm. But... Has, it been, has this been broken recently? I would say no. Dave. Oh. Nerd. Dave. Bale. Incorrect. Nerd. Nerd. Gigs. Incorrect. Uh, for the viewers at home, uh, you sh- or listeners, you should have seen Matt's face when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, really I don't did know why I, d- <laughs> I didn't really didn't. I was... I'm beep it on the pod now. <laughs> um, still playing now, Mad? You have a clue or not? Still playing now, yes. Oh, doop. Doop. Daniel James. Incorrect. Dave. Dave. Wayne Hennessy. Incorrect. He just went for a Welsh ex-Wolves player. I feel like this is I feel like this is like a stupidly obscure player, but am I am I on the right the sort of lines that I wouldn't I wouldn't call it very obscure at all. Can we have some clues, please? Because yeah, I'm 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 gonna give you a clue. I believe he's just been promoted with his club. Dupe? Dupe. It's not David Brooks, is it? Incorrect. I was going to say that. Uh, by the way, whilst we mention him, great news. Great news yeah. indeed. Very good news. Yeah, big fan of his. Um, um I'm, I'm, I, I don't think it is, but oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll go for it. Uh, How Robson Carney? I don't think he's got a club at the moment. Dave. Dave. Oh no! But you said not recent. Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson is the correct answer. Oh. In 2013. 16 years, 207 hell. days against 13. Scraping the barrel. He's been point. playing for Wales for nearly 10 years. What the fuck? Mad. He's younger than me. He's younger right, than me. We've got two more to go. Next on your list is Belgium. Nerd. Nerd. Lukaku. I was going to say, someone's got to guess it. Incorrect. <laughs> Based on what we said, it could be anyone, could it? This really named out half of them. The fact that he's got over a hundred caps for them, and he's twenty, twenty-eight, nearly twenty-nine, is mm. mental. This could be absolutely anyone. Dope, dope. Hazard, incorrect. So much talent there. Is this another recent one? I would say no. It's not recent, but his name has been mentioned this evening. Dope, dope. Vincent Company. Incorrect. Dave. Dave. Defoe. Sorry? Defoe is it? Stephen Defoe. Incorrect. Yeah. I love the way you went, what is it? That's still wrong. Uh, dupe. <laughs> dupe. Batongan. Incorrect. Who else we mentioned, Matt? Get your list out. <laughs> We've literally mentioned all of them. Dave. Fellaini. Incorrect. Nerd. Dupe and Meyer. For Marlon. Incorrect. Nerd. <laughs> Van den Boren. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 16 years, 187 days against Turkey. Does his mum buy his trousers, though, dude? Yeah. That's 16. the one. Uh, it's different rules in Belgium. Uh, right. It's 15, is it, right? Yeah. Right, we've got one more before we all head off into the distance. The last one is Northern Ireland. Nerd. Nerd. David Healy. Incorrect. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> Okay, uh, before I answer, Mad, I'm going to apologise to everyone because 
It's I'm the gonna Long get Island. this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, Northern Ireland. How recent, Magnus? Not recent at all. Is that like not ten years recent or not fifty years recent? Not ten years recent. So anywhere between ten and, and Dave. fifty years. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave. Stephen Davis. Incorrect. Right island, though. I'm further so back scared to that. get the wrong island. Further back from that. Dupe. I'm going to say this quite Um, Roy Carroll. Incorrect. Right country, but incorrect. I was going to... I thought... Oh, what's his name? Further back than that. Oh, Fuck, what's his surname? I don't know. Nerd. Nerd. No, I don't think that's his surname. Aaron Hughes. Incorrect. Further back than that. Oh, There's a pretty I, old I don't know one. any players. Well, is, is it even a player that we any of us will actually know? I would be very surprised if both you and Dupe haven't heard of this player. Now, he, he, he would slightly predate us um, in terms of our age group and stuff. But Dupe. Dupe. Who's best? No, it actually isn't. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was like, no. like that's it's, the only one I would know, surely. There's, there's, well, there's one other one I would expect you to know. Further back from that. <laughs> further, further back from George Best. No, no, I was joking. No. Dupe. Dupe. Oh, I'm going to get this so wrong. Dennis Law. No, he was. was he? Scottish. Yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, You're on the right line. This is a former Man United player. I was going to say Alex Stepney. Was Dave, the, Dave. Dave. Shit, it's the wrong island, I think. Denny Serwin? Oh, it's wrong island. Wrong island, wrong country. That's not that far back. <laughs> shit. Yeah, but he's further enough back. Oh, shit. This is an ex-Man United player. Made his debut for Northern Ireland, age 17. Very good player back in his day. I got a Scooby, man. I'm out, I think. I'll give you the answer. Right, oh right. come on! Let me. Yeah. Let, no, let's uh, just is, there any, is there a better clue? Is there anything else you can? Like, um, okay. Okay. Position. He was a midfielder, and um, was very young, even breaking into the Man United team. Dupe. Dupes clapped his hands, but he's on mute. I think because I didn't hear him. Dupe. No, Dupe. I shouted that loud. You didn't pick it up. <laughs> okay. My kids are awake. Dupe. I know who this is. We're gonna need I, a name I'm sorry. though. <laughs> we, we don't just trust you. Dave does not like this. Um, it's Whiteside. <sighs> If this is normal white side, I'm going to fucking fume because I was going to say it and didn't. I can white tell side. you that the answer is Norman Whiteside. Fuck's sake! So Correct. Young when I <laughs> 17. I'm genuinely oh, going to say it before anything. I've never heard oh. it. I just assumed that's... like the, the, the whole George Best thing was just going to be the peak. Well, that's, that's the thing that threw me. Like, it was the anything between... 20 or 10 and oh fuck can you just tell us when he made his debut please because I just want to make sure I can vouch that how many years it was before I was born Norman Whiteside uh, aged 17 years and 40 days versus Yugoslavia in 1982 he's 57 when I was born Uh, 57 dude (laughs) just turned 57 so okay yeah so that's That's 30 years before I was born and I can tell you that the winner of this week's quiz out in his own David on four points, is Dave has a party. Thank you. Congratulations, David. Boss man. I just want to say, Dupe said that he made his debut 30 years before Dupe oh, was 27. born. Not well, fast, no, it's not 27 it? because he's 57 now. Oh, f- f- how many? 37? 10. All right. Dupe no, maths. Join us next week for Gaffrandics. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt, next time you say, no, let's not do a quiz. Yeah, let's not do a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> He only does a lack my, of my lack of enthusiasm for it was correct. You, go- you googled Norman Whiteside and I still won. So. I, I didn't <laughs> Google Norman Whiteside. My screen's here. Look, Twitter. Do you I mean, one of your screens is there. You've been watching Minecraft the whole time. Fully <laughs> <laughs> engaged. Anyway, uh, that brings episode two hundred forty-eight to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all of our latest football manager content, including a new piece which is all about the aforementioned Five Star Potential Wonder Kid Hall of Fame. As long as Matt has written it by the time this comes out next oh, week, shit. Uh, Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most of the popular podcast apps. 
and platforms and new podcast released every week. Thank you for for listening. There'll be more from us next week. I just turned slightly Irish there. Thank you, Norman Whiteside, for ruining my life. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks.